Welcome to the Be Sympathy Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking about our best and worst travel experience, as well as the importance of actually traveling. Enjoy. Be somebody podcast, be somebody billions. My name is Amadeo. My name's Enrique. <laughs> what? <laughs> Leave me alone, man. Why are you always bullying me on my on my intro? I just I just feel like I sound so enthusiastic compared to you every <laughs> every fucking time we do that. Okay. Welcome to episode uh, Welcome to episode 18, everybody. <sighs> 18? Oh my god. Yeah, we're episode 18 already, bro. Fuck. Damn. It's been a oof. while. That's a oof. Um, summer's on on its way. Weather's warming up. Feels good outside. Got the blue skies. Got white clouds overhead. A little bit of rain here and there. It feels good. Too bad uh can't really go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very true. Which is unfortunate. I had big plans this summer, bro. I really wanted to take an international trip. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been cool just to take like, I don't know, a month. Nah, a month is a long time. Maybe Dude, that's to, a long time. Yeah, a long time. Maybe like two to three weeks. I, I wanted to go to either Europe or South America. That sounds mm-hmm. all, that sounds all like lavish. Like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Europe, but, <laughs> but no, nothing like that. I just wanted to like, I don't know, stay in some hostels and walk around the city and yeah, no, get that to, sounds nice. Get to know some pretty cities because obviously we've talked about your experience before in the past, uh, being an exchange student and how that affected your life. I kind of wanted a like the mini version of that experience, you know, just for a summer, kind of like take that yeah. take that time to myself. I just finished my four years of school and here I am out in the big bad world. Uh, but now I can't do that, so I gotta yeah. wait. But it's okay. To be, well, I was supposed to be in um. In Mexico right now, actually, I was supposed to go like on a, like on a research trip. Yeah. And I was supposed to be back like in four days, but yeah, I would have been in Mexico right now. A research, a research trip. Cause you told me about this before, but I kind of forgot the, the details yeah. of the trip. Do you want to talk I mean, about that? I don't want to say about a research trip. It's more like, uh, um, I guess it's a research trip. It's just kind of, do you want to talk yeah, about I mean, that? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> it's more like it's it's more like an end of a of a year long kind of it's not really a class, it's more like a extra kind of workshop in a sense where it's like you do research on a particular subject whether a research or like a personal project or um or like a business plan you can do and it's kind of like open to everyone. And while you're doing that, you're kind of learning, you know, different things that you wouldn't usually learn in a typical class, kind of like, like at one point we were reading like the art of war and then talking about, um, I don't know, like how to, how to successfully research an industry before entering it. Kind of like these things that, that you should know, but you don't really do in a class, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but like the overall arching goal of it is to kind of, in a sense, change yourself or discover yourself and for the better um like in the, context, 
in the context of a business professional? Uh, no, in the context of like yourself. Just yourself in general. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, like that's the overarching like kind of thing. But as you're learning about yourself, you're learning, you know, of course, the art of war. But then it helps you with like inner inner conflict as well as you know how to successfully you know carry out your project or the business plan that that I was mentioning earlier. But it kind of it, it's offered by like a I guess kind of like a Hispanic center in the university and in the end since it's hispanic it's centered towards mexico so in the end you take a trip to mexico and you go to like mexico city and you go to a bunch of uh ancient like indigenous like tribes and then mm-hmm. land and you kind of then really start learning more about kind of it's more the trip is more centered about that personal growth opposed towards the year-long kind of journey that's more about your research interesting yeah, Damn. so I, w- I would have been okay. in Mexico right now, which which yeah. I'm really sad about because I I went on a on a hike with a friend a few days ago, and we were we were talking about all that because th- he he experienced it and he was kind of telling me what I would have experienced, kind of like <laughs> rubbing it in, but not really. Uh, and yeah, I'm really sad it didn't happen, but hopefully I can I can do it next year. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully I you mean, can too. That would have been beautiful. Mm-hmm. See, New Mexico. Uh, I was about to say New Mexico City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, New Mexico City. <laughs> Seeing Mexico City and all that you can do. Would you be with a group or is it? Just yeah, it's you? with a group. Okay, but you you get like you the people you meet up. They're not like it's not like a like a typical tourist thing where you you go with like an agency or anything. Like the mm-hmm. people that we meet up there are lifelong friend of our instructor of the overarching program okay. that he's done he's done like research with them and they kind of just show us around like locals and like tell us like the local tales and things like that mm-hmm. but yeah i mean i don't know i think just i really like traveling and and this seemed like a really cool unique experience that got taken away but it's okay um hopefully i'll do it next year again if the opportunity presents if it's itself offered. yeah well, definitely, yeah, do take it. Uh, if how, not, how do you feel about about traveling? My friend was telling me that Japan right now, they're they're trying to boost up their their tourism again. So they're offering to pay half of your flight and one third of your, I think, hotel expenses if you book a a ride, an airplane flight to Japan to visit. And it's like in August, like obviously when things calm down. They're looking at August, but how do you feel about that? I don't feel entirely comfortable, but that is a hell it's of a Japan, deal. It's Japan, man. Like, it is Japan. It is I've been wanting to visit Japan for five years now. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know. I really want to see it. Um, I guess, I don't know. I, you just had to see what the situation looks like in August and Am I offered travel insurance? Can I cancel my flight at any time? My hotel is, is, do I have to go through like a government website? Is it more of just, I don't know, I, I, I'd have to find out more details about the the offer, but I would love to visit. I'd love to go. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like they're opening their borders again. Yeah. Well, okay. that that was just like a, like a word of mouth type thing from a friend. Okay. That he was he was trying to get me to go like he was hyping me up and I was like all right I'm kind of down yeah um, so like I, I I don't know I kind of I mean obviously we don't know when things how things are gonna be in August but yeah. if things are for the better I think I would go <laughs> I mean it's Japan so? like 
Yeah, yeah it's Japan, man. Like yeah, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well give myself the trip Dude, that I've been hoping for. They have, a, they have a rooftop <laughs> soccer fields in, in Japan, man. Yeah. I want to play soccer on a rooftop. Like, that sounds so dope. Yeah. I just want to see the nightlife, especially in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. The neon lights and cool people walking around wearing uh, very uh, individual styles of clothing. I love Japanese streetwear. You keep up with that? No, but I know you do. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just think everything is so simple, so practical, functional, yet aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> it's just like nothing is, uh, nothing's too loud, but when it is too loud, or not even too loud, when it is loud. What do you mean a, by it, loud? It's a statement piece. So like I'm talking about something with um, vibrant colors or complex graphics or just something that is obviously a statement piece that announces itself the moment that person steps into the room or appears in your peripheral. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like something you've got to turn to look at, but it's not like, obviously there's, you know, babe started in Japan and you got that classic iconic camo and the camo comes in multiple colors. And, uh, in my opinion, babe is a little, eh. <laughs> but you can't deny the cultural significance that kind of brand has. Um, yeah internationally. But I guess what I'm just talking about is a lot of very unique Japanese pieces, especially some from a company such as, uh, oh, what's the name of it? Oh, it's so cool. Um, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue, dude. What is it? Visvim. Visvim. You've heard of Visvim? Have you heard of, <laughs> have you heard of Visvim? Uh, no idea, but I can look it up. How do you spell it? V-I-S-V-I-M. V-I-S-M-E? a company that has or that's V-I-S-V-I-M. It's a company that has a lot of unique patterns as well. Yeah. As well as combinations of color. I think that's very cool. Um, it's just, everything is so, uh, you know what this reminds me of? Um, one of my friends is really into K-pop and like all the K-pop boy bands, like, their their outfits are like on fleek like <laughs> they have some great stylists they like look they just yeah. look like like super cool yeah and they're all, all right. like matching as a unit well you gotta be your fucking boy band bro k-pop <laughs> k-pop unity gotta seem like a like the group i don't know anything about k-pop that might be obvious but <laughs> Yeah, now I'm looking we'll at K- K-pop. We'll come up with some be somebody, be somebody uniforms. <laughs> be somebody uniforms. Roll up in public be, like be that. Be somebody boy band. Yeah, release some original music. Yeah, let's support each other, right? Spread a message to the world. The form of sound. <laughs> song, but speaking speak, speaking of the world, um, one of my old friends reached out to me. And uh, she lives in in some part of Mexico. I actually don't even know what part of Mexico she lives in, but she's uh she's like another person that's kind of traveled the world, and she um she had this like really cool idea of making a group chat of one person from kind of every country around the world, and she was reaching out to like other people that she knows that have traveled the world and have friends in other countries, and mm-hmm. so we slow well she mostly this is like her her whole thing i kind of just hopped in but she slowly 
made this giant group chat that that was a WhatsApp group chat. And WhatsApp is like commonly used around the world. You know, basically all yeah. Mexico uses WhatsApp as well as like Spain, Europe. <laughs> everyone really, everyone really yeah. uses WhatsApp, yeah. even like in Korea and all that. Anyways, um, mm. she made this giant group chat and it was like basically one person from not obviously not every country in the world, but I w- it was about like 30, 34 people ish. Um, and yeah, it was like super cool. It was literally one person from ranging from, I'm trying to think from the top of my head, which are the people that stood out. Cause, uh, we like talked for like days and weeks, um, from like mm. Korea and like Norway, um, Indonesia to, uh, Morocco, Australia, Thailand and like Japan. Wow. Also like Argentina. It was like literally like people from like, and it was teenagers yeah, from all around the teenagers, world. but you know what I mean? Young adults, yeah, young, young adults people, from around the world. People, young adults. Yeah. And so, and so it was this giant group chat and she kind of had it laid out where like, I don't remember exactly the things we would do every day, but it was like a community type thing where like Mondays we would all like share a song, um, like particular to like a theme you could say. So like, I don't know if we're talking about like, uh, I don't know, like love. Like we would all share a song that we like, that we connect with love. And they're like, the whole point was to connect, connect everyone while going through a crisis. This was like right when Corona started. And I wanted to bring this up a couple episodes ago, but it just didn't seem like naturally to bring it up. But like now that we're talking about the world, um, I see it fit. But yeah, yeah, so like Mondays we would all like share a song and you know, keep in mind, like we would also have conversations of like, oh, how are you doing over there? Oh, how are you doing over here? Yeah. Oh, like, oh, we're still taking finals right now. Oh, we're done with finals. And like, just kind of talking about their way of life while living through this crisis from around the world. Um, and it was also super cool because we, we would also like obviously, uh, share like, um, entertainment recommendations. So like, I would like hook them up with all the movie recommendations. Um, but we would also like share like recipes for like dishes and like, just so you could, cause like all of us were in a sense, like kind of locked in for for quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just keeping us connected. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was like That's an awesome cool, idea. Yeah. Connected around super, the world. I mean, yeah, it's it so, like it's so valuable cool. in my opinion to have those international connections. Um, just mm-hmm. immersing yourself in cultures that do things differently than what you do at home. Uh, what you're used to seeing in your country. Uh, obviously it's, uh, you know, to expand your, <laughs> your worldview, your perspective yeah, yeah. and your understanding of people and uh, I don't know. It's kind of at a loss for words in terms of that. Latin no, yeah. But you know what? I, you know what I mean. I, that's why I've wanted to travel for such a long time because I mean I'm bilingual. I kind of wanted to exercise that um, that skill that I have mm-hmm. in an environment where I'm just like totally like I have no other choice but to practice my Spanish and to speak Spanish with people that have spoken Spanish all their lives. And I'm not like with my family. In Mexico, I'm in a, I'm overseas or I'm in another country, hundred miles away, hundreds of miles away, just on my own. And I get to see how other people live. I get to make new friends. And I guess, I don't know, um, make an impact that way and be impacted in return. 
you know? No, yeah, I agree. It's a cool feeling. I miss it, but, but it's pretty, yeah. What, what can you do? What can you do? <laughs> you can fucking you know, what? I, I feel like, uh, something that I haven't done that I kind of want to want to do obviously is, uh, travel more around the States. That's something that yeah I really haven't done at all. And what States have actually, you visited? Oof. Um, I would consider Arizona, okay. California. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. That's it? You haven't been to yeah. Texas? You've been to oh, Texas, I mean, right? I've, been, I've been to, I mean, I've been to El Paso, but like that's literally oh, yeah. crossing into Mexico. <laughs> well, I mean, it still counts, right? El Paso, Texas. Yeah, I mean, it still counts, but I also El went Paso. to, I forgot, Utah. I literally yeah, just right, recently yeah, Sunday, went. Yeah, Sundance Film Festival, yeah. so four states total. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, obviously I've been, I've been to like New York and Georgia, but the airports, I don't think that counts though. (laughs) No, not really. (laughs) Oh, I've been to, uh, I can't believe I forgot to mention, uh, obviously, uh, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you've been to the four corners. That's the, yeah. Well, I haven't been to the four corners, like the exact spot, but I have visited all the states that encompass the four corners. Yes. Yeah, of course. Let's see. I've been to California. I've been to California. I've been to Oregon. I've been to Texas, Colorado, Utah, Arizona, um, New York, <sighs> Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Would you Would you say that that you picked it. up a a kind of distinction between kind of the people or the quote unquote culture within the states within every state? Well, I saw rural environments i saw urban environments and uh i mean different people from different states depending on where they live even if it's in a city that do things differently slightly even so they could have like different accents or um specific things that they eat that you can't really find in another state as commonly or maybe perhaps they like invented it in their own state and it's just like a delicacy of that, of, uh, that state's people. Um, I'm talking about like, it's a fucking tribe or something, but, <laughs> but you need the password to get in yeah. huh? <laughs> a club, but <laughs> no, I wouldn't say it's been so dramatic everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. depending on where I've been. Yeah. Uh, obviously everybody speaks the same language. Have you, for the most part, other than other than like your your mom? Oh, I've been to Hawaii in, too. I've been to Hawaii. Uh, other than your mom's state in Mexico, have you been to any other states in Mexico? I couldn't name them because I don't have that memorized. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I just bring that up because Mexico. Well, I can only yes, speak to the countries yes, that have. I've been spent a lot of time is Mexico and Spain. That that country, those countries specifically, if you go to different regions, you really do get a sense of like distinction and. Let's see. Well, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you really? Okay. Can can you speak a bit more about that? Yeah. So, um, I I mean, in terms of Spain, I saw it more because I actually visited like around Spain and, and obviously this is more like a, I mean, it actually applies to kind of everything, but you know, within the country of Spain, there's kind of different regions because in Spain, they actually speak different form, different forms 
of dialect of Spanish mm-hmm. and it's different accents. And with those different accents comes its own distinction of like culture and kind of history. And, you know, I don't want to speak too much of it cause I don't want to get anything wrong, but like, that's how, that's kind of why there's a lot of, um, you know, kind of, you know, there, there, there's a lot of things within, you know, kind of Barcelona and Madrid, how it's kind of different things as well as there's Eastern, uh, Spain, which I don't want to mispronounce it, how it's called, but it's called like, um, actually I'm not even going to go for it, but it starts with a G it's like its own little region. And of course, the, like literally every single section of Spain, it, it's different with that comes its own form of Spanish and kind of customs and culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like where I really saw it the most. And in terms of Mexico, kind of going back to what I was talking about the trip, I was really excited to go on this trip because I've, I know that Mexico is very different, but I've personally only visited the Northern state that I'm from in Mexico. So I've only really seen that side of Mexico, but Mm -hmm. I know that in Mexico city, things are completely different and you know, there's different people talk differently, which, which I know they talk differently because I ran into a lot of Mexicans while I was in Spain that were from different States. And I like, obviously like me being alone in Europe, I kind of just went up to people and made friends. Um, and I made friends, I approached them the way I would approach my cousins and friends from the state I'm from in Mexico. Yeah. And they completely not, not ignored me. I don't want to say like they just turned their bag. They're like, who is this kid? But they were kind of like, <laughs> like pushed back. Like, wait, who is this guy? Uh, type of thing. Yeah. And after kind of going through that, I was excited to go to Mexico city to really kind of learn more and see more and, and kind of just kind of really understand. And yeah, I don't know. I just think it's interesting how the based, states are, based are more on the, united. Like in the United States? Yeah, yeah. Like the states are more united in terms of... I don't, I don't know culture. why. I don't know why that is, though. I don't know if it's... Well, I mean, just, just like in, uh, in the United States, how there are different accents and ways of saying things. There are different accents in Mexico, and it kind of depends on the northern region, the central region, and the south. Um, even on the coasts, east and west. Um so based on that reaction that you received initially from the people that you met in Spain, would you say that there's a bit of a prejudice between people from this certain um, region against people another region? Region? I don't know. I, I don't think prejudice I'm, could be a strong word, but m- more yeah, just yeah. like a, I don't think I'm. I'm like, huh. <laughs> I spend enough time, or or I'm in a position to like really speak on it. Yeah. But okay. I know for sure there's there's tension between um, Barcelona and Madrid, and and this is like <laughs> history, and I don't want to talk about it because I don't know about it. But yeah. I know there's like a lot of things there. Um, so there is in terms of that those specific regions. But I mean, like I mean, like you meeting other Mexicans. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about that either. Okay, well that's okay. I, these are kind of heavy questions. I'm just wondering. I'm I mean, it, it's it's nothing like. I don't know. It's kind of, I I'm not saying it's like an attack, like a fucking hate crime is about to take place. I mean, I, I, a- I think if anything, I mean, obviously like my kind of feelings are different because although I kind of come from Mexico, I was very much still brought up in America, you know? So mm-hmm. I obviously don't have that much, I guess, well, you know really what? knowledge to, yeah. to speak on it. But, but I do understand coming from it that there's differences, but like the way I see it, I would see it kind of as tension in terms of like a rival school, you know? Yeah. It's nothing okay. like crazy. Well, but then right, again, well, that being said, I know some people are wild about rival schools. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know at our school we had a bit of a row of yeah, but like ours State was like University. it was like a small little thing. Like it's just yeah, like I know, I know. You know, it's like also, fun and games. I also want to apologize for how I kind of worded the question earlier because I feel like I don't want to make any sort of generalization. Obviously, some people were raised differently than others, and they could have like more or less um, tolerance of different yeah. people. So that's not a. I don't want to make any sort of blanket statement. That's not very fair. Um, I was just curious as to like what your experience was when you were mm-hmm. intru- you would introduce yourself to other Mexicans from other regions of Mexico, and they would like hear your northern accent and be like, "What the fuck." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they definitely, they definitely did, of yeah. course. Um, but like, it was more like a like, oh, where are you from? Type question. You know? Okay, yeah. But like, it, I don't think it's like a question to like. Well, because really, like, well, when you when you down. said like when you said like, who is this kid? Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? That's you made it sound like a negative thing. No, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily a negative thing, but it okay. was like a more like, where are you from? Okay. But like, what I was saying that like, I don't think it's like a thing to really like turned down because i i think no. there is like a lot to it like i think the obviously the biggest biggest way like place i saw it was when i went to berlin where it was obviously you know the east and the west and there is a difference whenever mm-hmm. you visit both sides of berlin and mm-hmm. it, i don't think it's like a, necessarily a bad thing. although although you i mean i don't want to speak too much about it but but you know obviously like history was there and and things happened between between well, yeah, all I understand. You don't have to go into like all the historical details. Yeah, yeah. And but, the but I still think it's like a beautiful thing to kind of what was going on. W- walk we'll just talk about like now your... and present day and and see where where it's developed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what I was well, saying. I mean, like, what's I most important it's... is your viewpoint. Like, well, how did you see it? How did you interpret it? And then we can just talk about talk about that. You don't have to be, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously no, yeah, we'd yeah. Have, we'd have to do a whole lot of homework if we wanted to talk about it from. Like a historical standpoint. Hey and man, I took uh, I took AP US history. <laughs> US history. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but no, like what I said, I I think it is like a something to know, and and I think, I mean, uh, Berlin was one of my favorite cities to visit. I think it was a a beautiful city, and and kind of exploring every aspect of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think there's it's definitely interesting the way a lot of countries are structured and and kind of what they've what they've gone through but yeah i don't know how how do you feel about about all that i mean we can talk about something that we have like experience with like new mexico being once part of mexico and and now the states well even new mexico has its differences in regions there's a I wouldn't want, I don't want to say significant, but there is a difference between Northern New Mexicans and Southern New Mexicans, or at least the kind of, uh, I don't want to say attitude. I want to say more like identity between the two regions of the state. Yeah. Northernmost and Southernmost. I think Northernmost, you got the green chili that everyone can't stop talking about. And um, it's more of a very traditional um, you got the, you still got the adobe buildings and the Spanish influence and um, a lot of Native American architecture mm-hmm. can still be found in this region. You, you and know, it's very it's kind of isolated uh, too. Southern is isolated as well, but in fact, mm-hmm. it might even be more isolated in the southern region. But it's funny that you mentioned Spanish architecture because it was until I came back from Spain from from my trip that 
I like was in New Mexico and I was looking around and I was like, wow, we really like, I, I never really like made the connection of like, oh yeah, we are, we were, you know, came yeah. from the Spaniards. Like there's a lot of things left from, from kind of Spain yeah. culture in New Mexico that like I was looking, I was like, wow, I recognize that yeah, from no, Spain. Um, we got four, yeah, we got over 400 plus years of Spanish influence all throughout the state. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we're both Northern New Mexican. I don't really, <laughs> I can look that shit up right now. I bet someone's talked about like differences between Northern and Southern New Mexico. It's just like, cause that's yeah, all. It is I mean, obviously like, about. like just to put that out there, like it's nothing big. It's not like a, no, like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not like people like, like rap, like, Oh, I'm Northern. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. nothing like that. It's just, it's just like it's to talk as an example <laughs> of what we mentioned of kind of, differences yeah. in in cities mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna look it up i just want i just want to look it up just for the purpose <laughs> i feel like new mexico is like 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 the most boring state to talk about <laughs> one of them <laughs> definitely huh oh like, my god like new mexico and and what's another one like i feel like yo <laughs> yo this is so funny like no, nothing um, happens here there's a website with a for the there's a website with a quiz. Are you Southern or Northern New Mexican? Let's oh take my this God. <laughs> we can kind of walk. This is interesting though, because we can talk about our state um, to listeners that have no experience with the state whatsoever. They might even be out of the country because we do have international listeners. They're there. They're small, but they're there. Um, and just like talk a little bit more about where we're from, where we grew up. You know, I feel like we haven't really done that. Like we have obviously mentioned uh, where we went to school, where we've kind of grown up as uh, adolescents and young adults, but we don't really like talk about our home itself. You know, that can be kind of cool just to mention. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's take the test. Okay. Red or green. And this refers to the two, uh, colors of chili. That's a, that's something that people are very passionate about, especially the one. Like I think it's like personal, it. man. Like when you combine it, I think it, it is personal, but it is personal and it, it does depends, depend obviously, but you still, it's a very vocal opinion. It's like, no, fuck that. Red chili, green chili, both. Christmas, they call it red and green, Christmas yeah. colors. Um, I prefer red. <laughs> <laughs> I would say green just because that's usually what I get. But I, yeah. I still respect red. It's not like red okay. isn't good, you know? Okay, and then it asks, uh, what's your favorite food? And it gives you only three options. Uh, blue corn, turkey, enchiladas, chili con carne, or green chili stew, and they don't uh, they don't include Frito pie. Frito pie is something that I've kind of talked about with. Uh, no, honestly, have you Frito ever like pie is like Frito pie on. to anybody? Yeah, have you ever met, like did you? Yeah, and they're like, abroad? "What is did that?" You bring up and Frito I have to pie? describe it to them. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's people that are, don't know. In New Mexico, apparently, we pride ourselves in having invented the Frito pie, and the, <laughs> what the Frito pie is, it's like it's a plate or a bowl, whatever of ground beef, typically with red and green chili, um, some lettuce, shredded lettuce, beans, and Fritos, like the Frito chips, and just placed on top and then just it's served like that. There's also cheese too, melted on top of everything. <laughs> Dude, That's I making me pretty up, hungry. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I googled what type of New, Mex- New Mexican are you quiz to to get the same link, and I literally just got a, a bunch of COVID nineteen test sites recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Northern Mexicans are more at risk. 
no, that's obviously not the case. Um, okay, so out of these three options, do you want me to repeat them? This is kind of silly. You want to keep? I feel like <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> to be uh, honest, man, I feel like I feel like when I, I don't really eat New Mexican food. I don't really either. I'll say I don't know how company. do you feel like beer. Like, Santa Fe Brewing Company, Bud Light, or La Cumbre. <laughs> I don't drink any of it. I don't know what any of this is. Bud Light, I've had Bud Light, but Santa Fe Brewing Company, I've had a few of theirs as well. I don't know what La Cumbre is. Have you ever had La Cumbre? Yeah, it's a type of beer. Well, I know that, but <laughs> I mean, I'll say uh, I'll say Santa Fe Brewing Company. Uh, restaurants front frontier. <laughs> okay, this is okay. Forget it. Forget it. I this feel, is getting a little I bit too specific. I feel like we're specific. shouting out restaurants. Yeah. I, yeah. Nah. I don't. I don't the point is, that. there's differences but between. There's differences between the state regions on the region. Things that are available to one person in the southern region of the country, as opposed to, and not the country, the state, as opposed to someone in the northern region. Um, why did we start talking about this? Because we started we talking about talking differences about in regions of Mexico, and in the country. Yes. No, but what I was what I was getting at is, I feel like, in other countries, there's more bigger differences and it's more noticeable than in the states obviously there is differences in the states in terms of like small accents but i don't think it's as big or significant as another country i feel like in general the united states are is more kind of you think it's uniform on the same page in a sense you know i suppose i don't know i don't really want to say that like from my experience just going to like obviously i haven't been to many places but going to Phoenix, the places in uh, Colorado, Utah, and, and um, L.A., although there is, like, a small difference, it's not, like, I feel like in another country or, like, a different other place, you know? Mm-hmm. Opposed to when, when I would go to different regions in these other countries, like, I would physically feel like, like if it's its own country in itself or another world, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, that's just, like, kind of my experience. And maybe it was because it was my first time traveling that that I felt that way. But I felt more of a difference within different places. I suppose I didn't really look for that when I... I didn't, like, Mm -hmm. compare... I didn't think about comparing other places to the place that I was currently in. I kind of just wanted to focus on how I felt in that place and how that place made, made me feel. That's kind of saying the same thing, but, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Travel, fucking travel. I gotta, I gotta travel more. I want to travel more because I feel like there's just so much to see and uh, learning new languages, learning, uh, about new people. Mm-hmm. It's just so powerful. Yeah. And I, I think I was, I don't, I don't remember where I got this fact. This, this might be, no, I think I read it somewhere. But it was saying that our generation is more inclined to want to travel and we value travel more than kind of our generation before where they valued more like kind of starting a family or, or getting a house and getting that like white picket fence house and and settling down opposed to kind of our generation, which is more kind of we want to explore and and like I mentioned, travel. Yeah. How, how do you feel about that? Do, do, do you, do you, think you, you agree with that or no? I don't know. Maybe, I mean, given my own experience and 
uh, what people have told me, people our age that we've talked about, that I've talked to, they want to travel. They want to explore. They want to see what the world has to offer. I talked to my dad. He's like, nah, traveling's overrated. Fuck all that. It's expensive. And it's cool for like a week, but then I get tired and I just want to go back. And that's his experience. I mean, he's traveled uh, with us as a family. He's traveled on his own. Good experiences, bad experiences. It is ex- it is exhausting. It can be. <clears throat> and potentially dangerous. Depends on where you go, obviously. And you could get sick or you can, I don't know, end up in a sticky situation. I, I know he has. Um, fucking horror stories that I could talk about, but I don't really want to. And... I don't know, but I haven't, I've talked to more older people that have said that traveling is not (laughs) as uh, hyped up as uh, it might seem to be, or it's not, it's not a worth as much hype as people give it. Mm -hmm. What's what's your worst and best travel experience? My worst travel experience. Or, or, the, or what's the worst thing that happened to you while you were traveling? Or the best thing that happened to you while you were traveling? Let's see. Uh, hmm. I mean, I, I would get sick sometimes. I got the stomach flu once in Mexico, and that was a miserable experience. Last about like five days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but what's something that something that like, like, like what happened really to like you my, as traveling? Like fuck my experience. You know, up, not I'd something say, like you know, like everyone could get sick, but like something crazy. Like I don't I mean, know. I like bro- <laughs> I, I don't know. What your, what your I, mean, I broke are. I broke my phone, and I was in the backseat of a of the rental car that we were taking into town. Uh, my aunt crashed into another car in a parking lot. <laughs> All right, yeah, that, that's pretty crazy. Like, she was fucking going bumper cars in the parking lot that I totally didn't mean to. Mm-hmm. And uh, we totally scratched up the side of the rental van that we were taking. And it was like, fuck that. Like, I don't, it's not that noticeable. <laughs> and the, uh, the, other, <laughs> the other car was, the other car was okay, luckily. Um, mm-hmm. But ours was not. There was a scratch on the side. It was, it wasn't horrible, but it was there. I'm like, fuck it, you know what? Like, we'll just say, like, it was there before. And so we we just drove out of the parking lot and pretended uh, that nothing ever happened. We didn't mention it again. And so that was kind of crazy, a little bit adrenaline-inducing. I felt bad for my aunt. Uh, that's kind of a secret, but whatever. Uh, I dropped my phone. I what, dove into a pool with my phone you? in my pocket. Yeah, you'd be like, don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> she gets like... <laughs> She gets like a. Okay, like a bill what's what's the, the best thing that's that's you've experienced while traveling? I mean, just you're being there with my family and seeing these new things alongside them. I remember vividly. Remember going to an outdoor. It wasn't an amusement park. It was kind of. Um, how do I explain it? It was like a nature park, but for tourists. I said that kind of funny. Tourists, tourists, tourists. Tourists. <laughs> okay, now, yes, now we're right, tourists. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. But it was a nature park. And it was this was in Mexico, um, in the state of Yucatan. So that's uh, very far south, right on the beach. This was when I was, God, how old was I? 12 years old, I want to say? Something like that. 
And this happened to be a day where it was very hot outside and we were kind of driving around the small town looking for something to do. And so we stumbled upon this brochure in like a restaurant or like the concierge, the hotel. I forget exactly how we came across it, but this happened to be a day where it was very hot outside. My grandma doesn't like heat whatsoever. She was kind of crabby. Uh, we were with my my aunt and uncle and their family and uh, they had, uh, their children were very young at the time and they were kind of getting upset too. And uh, tensions were rising and people were getting impatient and some were hungry and we were like, like we got to find something to do. Like this is kind of a waste of time. Uh, my grandma was becoming increasingly annoyed. And so we found the brochure. Uh, thought it looked kind of cool. This is nature park. And we drove to it. It was very expensive and she didn't like how expensive it was. It was like a hundred bucks a person and like 50 for children, but a hundred bucks per adult, like American dollars. And so that was kind of annoying. <laughs> I further irritated her. And so we finally, we all walked into the nature park and within the first two minutes, we were able to take photos with iguanas and parrots. And they all looked very happy and the trainers were smiling and they were like feeding the iguana like nuts and not the iguana, the parrot like nuts and seeds and the iguana was given like, I don't know, whatever iguanas eat. <laughs> like a grasshopper, I don't know. And so we just like stood there taking pictures with these cool animals. Like I had a parrot on my head. I had the iguana around my neck. Uh, my brothers were in the picture too. Uh, so were my cousins. And my grandma really liked seeing that. Like right when she saw us like having so much fun with these animals, like she just lit up and then we just started walking around the whole nature park. You could swim. There was this, um, this was an extra cost. It was optional, but you could like have this uh, pressurized um, like helmet placed on top of your, yeah, a helmet. And it had like a tube that they would pump oxygen into like from this, like either a boat or like some kind of station or something. And you could walk on the seafloor, like actually walk normally on the seafloor and just like be there with the rocks and the coral and like wave at fish as they swam by or see other um other varieties of marine wildlife uh there were dolphins there was cliff diving and then nothing felt like nothing was artificial in terms of like plastic like a big ass castle in the middle of the fucking jungle you know what i mean it was it didn't it didn't have like a disney Disneyland, Disney World feel to it. It was just like this big open space, very tropical. You could walk through, there was like stone pathways and like um, cool photo opportunities every now and then. There was like a big long bridge that you could cross. Um, that was a beautiful day. I had a lot of fun that day. That was probably one of the best experiences traveling I've ever had. I would love to go back with friends. No, yeah, that sounds dope. I think, I think for me, the, the craziest thing that ever happened was probably when I was, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not going to mention his name, so I, I think I could talk about it, <laughs> but when I was, uh, leaving Amsterdam, right, <laughs> I feel like that really kind of gives you an idea of what I'm, what I'm talking about, but let's just <laughs> say my, my friend wasn't in the best mindset leaving Amsterdam and we were at the airport uh-huh. and we were going through, a. I guess equivalent of a, what is it called? Uh, the people TSA, that, security. yeah, TSA, but obviously in Amsterdam. And um, let's just say that he was uh, not cooperating well. And um, let's just say that we were thoroughly searched and, and yeah, that was probably like my worst experience. And like my friend was just like being a jackass. And I was like, and keep in mind, I met this guy like 
a week before. Like I had just met this guy because that's how it is in Europe. You just kind of like bump into people and you're like, all right, let's be friends for a couple of days. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, like that was like the craziest thing where I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? So you You were were frisked, you were searched. Did you get put into a room like a jail? No, 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 it was nothing crazy like that. It was nothing. (laughs) No, but it was kind of like, that was like one of those like crazy moments where you're like, oh my God, like something out of a movie. Like this could have, this could have been avoided. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but probably experience? like best experiences. I don't, I don't think there's like one single one. Just I think kind one of in general, just one that comes to mind. Um, I think in general it was like things that just kind of happened that weren't planned that were more like spontaneous that led to yeah. like a great adventure, whether it was like just going hiking, like in, um, in Porto in Portugal or, um, roam, roaming around this like very, you know, inclusive kind of Rome neighborhood that's like locals only and like finding these great shops um, or kind of just, just wandering around. You kind of just like fall into like really cool adventures that, you know, that aren't advertised to by like tourist agencies or anything that I would consider kind of more authentic local experience. Those were probably like kind of the, the highlights. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, th- I mean, that's how I think is the best way to travel without without necessarily an agenda. I think like a few things kind of like to be kind of structured. Like, obviously, I want to see that, that, and that. But yeah, those three hours in between so those things. Let, go let's go. Let's go. Just look at stuff. You go know? out and start walking somewhere. Mm-hmm. Go any direction. Yeah. See something that interests you. Go check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll keep that in mind when I go to Japan in August. <laughs> 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 All right, I think that's a uh, that's good, good part to end the uh, the episode. Yeah, a little uh, little travel travel podcast, I guess. <laughs> travel podcast. <laughs> Talking about what we'd like to do or what we've done in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about. I definitely. Uh, we'll talk about it more in depth once we actually do a little bit more traveling, and maybe uh, you know we'll have pictures, obviously, when that time comes and new conversations about what we've experienced. And that's just kind of the whole point. Like, what have we talked about? What can we learn from it? And what can we look forward to? So thank you all for taking the time. You see, I fuck it up every fucking time, bro. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. (laughs) How'd you mess it up? I said time instead of time. (laughs) I literally did not hear a difference at all. I guess I'm just hyper aware. I don't know. Anyway. Thank you so much for listening. This was episode 18 of the Be Somebody podcast.